This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Dees joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, I guess, here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Tuesday. It is the Jason Walker Show. Back in the saddle again. And uh, having a great time. Getting a, a fun conversation today. Two fun conversations. We're going to chat with Michael Haugen, who's uh, got a, bar- a barrel racing Bible camp coming up next week. And I want to chat uh, with her about that. So that'll be coming up here in about uh, 20 minutes or so. We're also going to check in with... One of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. And uh, she's going into the North Dakota State Athletics Hall of Fame. It is Lindsey Gr- uh, Gustafson, Lindsey Graham Gustafson, a former CMR coach. And uh, she will join us coming up here in just a little bit, uh, about 440 or so here on the Jason Walker Show. So uh, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, got a big show coming up today. Uh, with those two also on this day in history and um, other stuff coming up. And some Montana-related history as well today. And a birthday that's Montana-related. So that's all on the way. And you can uh, listen, Podbean, Network One Sports, Treasure State Radio. You can also go on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitter and become a, a viewer as well. And let's see what else. Uh, go to jasonwalkershow.com for literally anything else. And all things show related. So, All right, let's start with our daily COVID update. And uh, trying to get on the YouTube here, so we'll, we'll get that going here in a second. But uh, our daily COVID update... And uh, this is, uh, of course, from the state of Montana, and it's a COVID website. Ready? There were 109 new cases reported today. That brings Montana up to 1,034 active cases. 884 have recovered. There are 29 active hospitalizations and 34 total deaths. Remember a couple of months ago, so the total tests are 121,000. That's about a, just over a tenth of Montana's population. They did 2,700 tests yesterday. Remember a couple of months ago in, in Governor Steve Bullock's like big old declaration of, hey, we're going to do 60,000 tests a month. Dude, you've, you've barely gotten double that in four months. How in the heck are you going to do 60,000 tests in a month? 
And I still want the governor to come on the show. I've reached out to his people, and they just refuse to respond. So um, that's on them. Apparently a little podcast isn't a big deal to, to Governor Bullock. So, And he's going to get asked real, you know, real questions, not softball questions. Come on. Come on the show, bud, please. I'm not even going to beg. Just saying please is a niceness. But anyway, uh, Yellowstone County, 369 active cases. Leads the state by far. And yet... Let's get the Big Sky State games going this weekend because that's important. 369 active cases in Yellowstone County, 52 in neighboring Bighorn. Uh, Gallon County, 177 active cases. Lewis and Clark, 40. Um, there's some counties that have yet to have any cases at all and some that have no active cases. But 1,034. Remember when, remember, do you remember when, when Governor Bullock opened up the state? June 1st. But also, remember it was um, the middle of May when phase one started. And then, you know, we opened up uh, the state June 1st, no, no longer having to quarantine. And we had like 12 active cases. Remember that? And now we have over a thousand active cases. Like our active cases in in a month and a half have increased by a thousand percent. I think that's accurate, accurate, accurate math. But that's where we're at. That's our 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 state totals. That's where we are. Is at a thousand thirty four active cases. So awesome. And yet, they're still planning on fall sports. Still planning on it. Look, I would love to see some, you know, fall sports and have something to talk about that's not COVID related. Um, actual fun sports to to watch and care about. Because I don't care about the NBA. I could not care less that they're going to attempt to come back. This month. In their bubble, where players are already leaving and then coming back with COVID positive tests. So that's smart. They're trying to bring their side chicks in as well to the bubble, which is um, not going to go well. Um, It's just nuts. MLB would love to see baseball. But I really, I could not care any less about NBA coming back and MLS and WSL, whatever it's called, um, any of it. But as long as we get our college football fixed this fall, right? Power Five athletic directors in, are now saying, that it's probably not I mean there's there's a lot of people in the power 5 division 1 FBS that are saying they're under 50% thinking that there's actually going to be fall sports and a football season Lincoln Riley came out head coach of Oklahoma and said it has to happen 
whether it's a shortened season, a full season, move it to the spring, whatnot, but it has to happen. Why? Why does college football have to happen? Take out all of the the economic, you know, for the schools. Why does college football have to happen? Why do we need college football so much this fall? Kids go to college, correct me if I'm wrong, to get a degree, right? Because the majority of college athletes are not going to the pros. We've all seen those commercials. Doesn't matter the sport. So let's let's ask the legit question. Why is college football so important that we have to have it? When in reality, those football players are supposed to be going to school to get a degree. There's a reason it's student-athlete, not athlete-student. Just saying. And it's an opinion. Look, like I said, I'd love to have sports to talk about. But are we even going to have school? Are schools going to even be open, whether it's colleges or K-12? through We don't know. We literally still don't know. We'll find out here in the next few weeks. There's no question about that. Because that's going to, I mean, it's going to start happening. Where decisions are going to have to be made. And we'll see if if people take heed. And, and send kids back to school. It'll be very interesting because of the fact that... Hey. Oh, what do we got going on here? Let's mute yeah. that. Um, I, I just look at it from the aspect of there's so much politics involved nowadays that none of it makes sense. Nobody knows what to believe. I watched the report today from ABC News, Good Morning America. ABC News, mainstream media, but they did a they did a story in a whole segment. It's on YouTube. I shared it on my Facebook page, personal, but basically saying that masks are no good. The only people that should wear masks are sick people. If you've already if you already are sick, then you should wear the mask to protect others. Not if you're not sick. And then the surgical masks are only supposed to be for those in healthcare, not the public. Not to mention a lot of the masks don't actually protect you. They really don't. Droplets, sneezes, coughs, whatever, it's still going to get in your mask. Cloth, it's going to come right through. Um... Look, I want sports. I just don't see how it's going to happen. I really don't. 1,034 cases in Montana. Active right now. So, All right. Um, what else are we going to chat about before we get to uh, talking barrel racing? Um, oh, did you see this? Uh, Nicole, I don't know. I, it, it, look, I, I was, these were, this was a doctor talking in the... In, I just got a Facebook message from Nicole um, watching live. 
well, says, but what if you are sick but don't have symptoms? Look, I'm not a doctor. I'm telling you what the doctor I watched talk about today. And it's, 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 you can go to YouTube, you go to ABC, Good Morning America, find it, it's from today. And there's a doctor saying masks don't work, multiple doctors saying masks don't work. And I'm not arguing with you, Nicole, I'm just t- telling you what I saw. And but let's switch gears. We're going to talk to uh, Lindsay Gustafson coming up here. In about 20 minutes, 25 minutes or so, also going to be joined by Michael Haugen. Big barrel race coming up next week and a Bible camp. Uh, not sure if you saw this yesterday. We were talking about the cancel culture with the Washington Redskins and the Montana Connection. We talked to Flint Rasmussen about it uh, with the Browning uh, Indians that come out uh, in full headdress for state tournament games, which is just awesome, just flat-out awesome. And, of course, uh, Blackfeet Reservation, the home of um, Blackie Wetzel, who designed the the Redskins logo back in the 70s. So I put a thing up on, on my Facebook. We read the letter yesterday uh, talking about the ridiculousness of name changes. But here's another one. Washington Post Global Opinions Editor Karen Ataya uh, wrote an op-ed yesterday that called on the Texas Rangers baseball team to change the name. Basically saying that, quote, not so far off from being called the Texas Klansmen, end quote. Uh, in her op-ed, Ataya talked about the racial history of the Rangers, including um, efforts that the organization took to remove Native Americans from the land, capture runaway slaves, oppressing black people, hiding or attempting to get to Mexico. Um, they want to change the Texas Rangers. And I said, look, we need to change literally everything. I'm not Catholic, so we should change the New Orleans Saints, which then Carroll College Saints. Um, bears, bears are dangerous. Bears kill people. So Rocky, Batland Bears, um, Montana Grizzlies, um, Lions, Tigers, Bears, like, you know, in zoos and, and circuses and stuff, that's that's bad. So we should get rid of all things related to that. Um, you know, birds kill people and other animals, so we should get rid of, like, the hawks or raptors. Um Hurricanes are bad. Miami hurricanes, Carolina hurricanes should change those. Uh, thunder and lightning that scares people. Sometimes it kills lightning. So Tampa Bay lightning, Oklahoma City thunder have to change those names. See how ridiculous this is all getting and sounding because it's that's where we're headed. Um, some people can't afford to have lights, so northern that's bad. Northern lights. I know it's about the actual northern lights, but um, you can't see the northern lights with all the pollution, right, according to environmentalists. So you just, it's a, it's a trickle-down, roll-down, just stupidity, cancel culture. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. Texas Rangers, keep your name. Because if we get rid of the Redskins and the Atlanta Braves and the Cleveland Indians, we got to get rid of, and you get rid of the Texas Rangers, then you have to get rid of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Because according to PETA, cowboys are bad because they punish animals, which they don't. So PETA's full of crap. But Dallas Cowboys has to go away. Um, LC State Warriors. That, that, the Warriors, that has to be changed, right? Every name has to be changed. And we'll just go with, um, well, we can't go light and dark jerseys because that's bad. Can we go um, jersey? We'll just go home and away. Just home jersey, away jersey. That's literally what we'll call everybody from now on. Everybody's going to have the same mascots, the homes and the aways. It was just whatever jersey you're wearing is what your team name is for that game. Dumb. All right. Well, uh, we'll take a break. we got some good news to talk about. Lindsey Graham Gustafson, former CMR coach, is heading into the North Dakota State Hall of Fame. She'll join us coming up here in about 20 minutes. Uh, but when we return next here on the Jason Walker Show, we're going to check in with Michael Helgen and uh, chat about barrel racing and a whole lot more. Michael Hogan, I'm sorry. And uh, coming up uh, in just a couple of minutes here on the Jason Walker Show. You don't want to miss it ever. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. 
From po' boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zynico has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals? Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. All right, here we go. Jason Walker Show. Uh, no music, apparently, coming back. So, uh, oops. Um, Major Mortgage Man Cave. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn in Helena. As I uh, want to get to our uh, first guest, Lindsey Graham Gustafson will join us coming up. The uh, newest member of the North Dakota State Softball Hall of Fame, Athletics Hall of Fame, but the uh, CMR coach. Uh, she will join us coming up. But we are joined now via the Airlink, Michael is it Hogan? Did I get that right? Yes. Nice. Because um, it literally says on your Facebook profile, pronounces a name this way, so I, uh, I got it right. <laughs> right. Um, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You know, I'm living the dream. I get to talk about um, no sports on a sports talk show, so that's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, I, I reached out to you, Michael, because uh, I, I saw your Facebook page a little bit ago, or a couple weeks ago, I guess, but you've got a big barrel racing Bible camp coming up. And more about the barrel racing, more or less about the barrel racing, less about the Bible camp, but J.R. Vizane. And we all know the J.R. Vizane story and uh, him and his wife and the struggle that it's been the last couple of years. Take us through what's going to happen next week. Well, they're going to join us on Tuesday, and we're, we are going to do a lot of barrel racing. Um, JR and his wife are going to join us in the evenings. Every evening, we're going to sit around a campfire, and JR is going to tell stories like, you know, he's good at and um, just be an inspiration to those kids. How many barrel racers do you have? So, including my daughter, there's going to be 14. Okay. And, they get and they're all young. Well, that's awesome. How, what, mm-hmm. what ages are we talking? So I have about four 10-year-olds, um, quite a few 13- and 14-year-olds, and then a few older kids. Gotcha. Uh, when you look at uh, JR and his recovery, and I talked to uh, Sage Newman a couple of weeks ago, and, of course, um, you know, JR is married to the Newman um, sister. Um, but JR is, is getting better. He's never going to be 100%, but um, he's such an inspiration and is is he the reason you've reached out to, to, to do this? Well, I, I actually had a friend mention it to me because there's been so many camps that were canceled this summer. Yeah. And this is my first one. Um, we're kind of winging it, and but I knew that JR would just be able to bring so much value. And so I reached out to him, and, yes, him and Shelby were just excited to, to help join. It's going to be a ton of fun. <laughs> and uh, when you look at it, uh, as Michael Hogan joined us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, um, 
have you talked to, to them about what the message is going to be? And I mean, this is a couple of nights that they're going to sit and just tell stories. Right. Nope. I haven't been able to, they're busy. <laughs> I haven't been able to run them down. Um, I, you know, I think he'll probably speak whatever he feels is on his heart that evening. Um, answer questions and he's all he's has great humor so i know we'll get a lot of laughs too <laughs> there's no doubt about, <laughs> doubt about that um so it's july 21st through the 23rd it is uh starts a week from today down at melstone can people still sign up no i am full i actually okay. want to have 10 kids um when you start one-on-one barrel racing three barrels at each you know each <laughs> station it's it's a lot so no we're 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 done. We're full. And this is gonna uh, is this gonna be an all day barrel race and and lessons and I mean it's like a it's like a summer camp essentially. It is. Yep. Well, we are gonna be tie dyeing t shirts. We're gonna be painting on canvas. We're going swimming at the Millstone Pool, um, and hopefully the girls are able to play games and laugh and play basketball and just have a good time and enjoy. Enjoy the three days and build some lasting friendships and um, make some memories. I think it's really cool. Um, you mentioned the swimming and the canvas, maybe some fishing. But what I really like about this too, Michael, is um, you know these girls are good at what they do. They're great horsewomen as as it is. But you're going to be going through basics of horsemanship and skills and 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 maybe different ways to look at running barrels a, a little bit. And, and that's what JR and Shelby are going to talk about too, that mental preparedness. This is a full three days. <laughs> yes, I hope I can keep them really busy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll have any, any problems with that. Um, when you look at, at the horsemanship, like I said, a lot of these girls coming in, they're young, but they already know what they're doing. What, what will you focus on? Just being correct. Um, a lot of times I do see younger kids, you know, making the wrong approach into first barrel. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to be fine-tuning, not changing a whole lot of their style, but just kind of fine-tuning some things to make make them faster. Um, we'll talk a lot about taking care of horses and, um, and not trying to beat each other. You know, you go out there and you just make your best run. Um, you don't think about your competitors. You don't get too high. You don't get too low. And I'm always telling my daughter um, to be a gracious um, winner and a humble loser. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just mainly just have fun and always strive for success and not to be afraid to fail. Um, I don't know. That's I, cool. I hope it's a great time for him. No, I, I, I mean, I wish I was an 11-year-old girl that could come down to this camp. And uh, you mentioned, uh, Michael, the, the going, approaching that first barrel. And, you know, I've watched a ton of barrel racing in my life. I've never done it. But um, when you, because when you, a lot of rough stock guys are afraid to get on barrel horses because they're scary. <laughs> um, but when you talk about that approach into the first barrel, whether it's right or left, um, how do you cut off seconds? How do you cut off split seconds? It's and it's all the difference in a you know a hundredth of a point or a second to win a, a barrel race or not. Right. To me, it's all about angles, and I see a lot of those girls going. They head straight for that first barrel, and if you they call first barrels called the money barrel for a reason. If you have a bad first, then it sets your angles up wrong for second, and then you're set up wrong for third. So to that. Approach that first barrel is key. 
And uh, when you watch the NFR, do you ever get frustrated when you're sitting there watching the, the ladies of barrel racing going at it and be like, oh, you took a terrible angle? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they had had so much adrenaline running down that alley, mm-hmm. and that is a hard place to run. And, yeah, to control that adrenaline and your horse has to feel that and mm-hmm. feed off of that. No, not there. I don't. <laughs> uh, Michael Hogan, our guest here. A couple final questions for you. But uh, when you look at barrel racing, and you know, it's as much the rider as it is the horse. And these horses are trained so so well, and they're so good. I mean, when you think of you know, like Louie and and with Lisa Lockhart and uh, um, who was the uh, Lindsey Cruz and uh, Martha, or not Lindsey Cruz, Lindsey Sears and Martha mm-hmm. back in the early two thousands, but. Um, and you mentioned alleys, Michael, and some of these are long, some of them are short, and some of the arenas are smaller than others, too. Do you? How do you teach that next week in your, your camp about how to approach different different arenas because they're not all the same? Right. Well, the first 101 is, you know, when they get there and unload, take care of the horse, they need to go check where their first barrel is, where the eye's at, and try to never change your approach into that barrel. You're still going to always be looking for that same spot um, no matter what. You know, it just, Mm. you might have to move, run down the arena further to get your correct approach. And, um, you know, they're they're definitely like the circuit finals in Great Falls. If you run to the left there, you have a huge advantage. Hitting that first barrel to the right, it's a real straight turn. Yeah, and uh, the outdoor uh, Big Sky uh, Pro Rodeo there at uh, Great Falls, too, is a little odd of a setup outside, too. And uh, not all arenas are built perfect. We've seen some horses, Michael, that uh, the riders take off immediately down the alley and some, you know, walk them up until it's time to go. Um, Which do you prefer? I prefer, like Lisa and Louie. I love her style and how calm she keeps him, and mm-hmm. they walk up there and they just go. And I think a smooth run is a fast run. Um, I have a horse, though, that he kind of goes when he wants to go, and that's that's not ideal for me. Uh, what, have you, what are you teaching the, the, your daughter? Keep him as calm as she can. Nice. Calm like and you, you walk up there, right? <laughs> um, Michael, I'm looking forward to this. Is this the first annual that you're doing? Yes, absolutely. I've always kind of had it on my heart to help kids. Um, I've done quite a bit of charity work traveling abroad. And so this is my my first barrel racing Bible camp. So I'm hoping I can articulate what I want to teach the kids. I feel like I feel it on a horse. So I'm hoping I can explain to them um, so they understand what I'm asking. Well, you've uh, qualified for the Montana Pro Rodeo Finals four times. You are the Rookie of the Year, an NRA Finals qualifier. Are you um, Are you doing much riding this summer? I am. I'm just staying home. Um, I'm training. So I have quite a few colts I'm riding. Uh, my daughters actually were taking her to several NRA rodeos, and um, she's running my horse. And nice. so I'm just I'm the driver and the videographer. <laughs> your your mom. Yep, I'm a mom. I and, love it. And, and you get all the money that when when she pulls the checks, right? Oh, no, that goes right into her account. There you go. I like that. <laughs> um, so you, you've you got a heck of a history, though. Um, Belfouche, Spokane, Sheridan, Livingston. What was it like to get money in Livingston? Because that's a big old rodeo. 
Oh, it's exciting. When you pull checks when the best in the world are running at these rodeos, um, it's pretty amazing. But I have to – it was actually Belle Fouche. When I went to the – I was in the last perf, and I, when I went to the secretary to get my check, I looked at them. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but to be able to have a horse that you know you can go compete on um, anywhere in the nation, it was definitely a blessing. And uh, hopefully I get another one of those horses here after my daughter, daughter graduates and we'll travel a little bit more. Well, you could have just kept your horse and got her a new one. Right. <laughs> yeah. You've put in the work. She hasn't yet. Come on. Yeah, I've, I've put in a lot. She puts in a lot of no, work. No, I know. <laughs> ride the, the young ones, and she's she's becoming a good rider, making her ride those young ones too. There's a couple of names uh, in in uh, the barrel racing Bible camp form that really stuck out to me, um, uh, along with Jr. And, and Shelby, but uh, Judy Milamaki and Janet Erickson, um, absolute, just the best. Right. Oh yes, I adore both of those gals. I started riding with Judy when I was in high school, and then actually when my daughter and I went to Arizona this winter, we rode with Judy a lot. And Janet, I lived in Helena for a while, just up the road from Janet, and she's actually where I got my really good horse from. And Janet and Sid taught me a lot. That's awesome. Um, looking forward to, uh, to to this uh, to this camp and hearing all about it. And you know, um, next year we'll have to chat sooner so we can get more people involved. And uh, right. And but uh, you know, send pictures and uh, don't be a stranger because now you're a friend of the show and you can come on anytime you want. So uh, oh. is it Scoby you're heading to this week? Yeah, on Thursday we're heading to Scoby. Okay, that's um that's not exactly a small hike. Well, it's closer than the next weekend, Eureka. So well, <laughs> I played in a baseball tournament one time in Scobie, and that was one of the longest trips of my life. Yeah, especially from Bozeman or Helena. It's yeah, well, we went from Bozeman to Laurel to Mile City to Scobie and then home. So, yeah, it was a long, long road trip. When you live in Melstone, everywhere is a long road. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Michael, say hi to JR and, uh, and Shelby and... Uh, I'm really uh, proud of you. This is going to be a fun thing, and uh, I hope it's a big success for you. All right. Thank you so much. Yep. That is Michael Haugen joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, Jason Walker Show. And, uh, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, big old Bible camp coming up um, and barrel racing Bible camp next week in Melstone. And uh, like she said, it is sold out, but um, it's so cool. And to get the, to tell those type of stories – is why we continue to do this show with no sports because we get a chance to to have cool people and great stories and people doing awesome things um, for the youth of America and uh, especially Montana. So uh, thanks to Michael for joining us here. And uh, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn in Helena. Uh, Got a note from our friend Nicole. And uh, during the uh, during that interview, and, and she said, hey, thanks for touching on COVID stuff every day. It's a big part of sport and the daily life right now. Uh, science changes daily, and I think the best we can do is practice good hygiene and rely only on ourselves to keep safe. I'm still amazed how a health issue turns so divisive. But I'll finish her thoughts. So much for, quote, United States, end quote. Thanks for expressing your views and continuing to talk about what really matters, such as race relations and uh, cancel culture. I might as well crawl into a hole for the next 20 years. And, Nicole, you're probably not the only one. 
Um, we appreciate you listening. You've been a big fan even back to the old radio days. So appreciate you, Nicole, um, for uh, being a fan and uh, a, a great supporter of the Jason Walker Show. Uh, but it is. It's cancel culture is absolutely nuts. And, you know, um, she said, you know, it's amazed how a health issue turns so divisive. And depending on your political beliefs, you know, COVID's going to go away November 4th or in 2024. I mean, that's essentially where we're at because of the, the world we live in right now and the country that we live in right now because the hate for one guy and COVID has become political. It's not just, you know, the global issue. And you got Andrew Cuomo on the Fallon show last night laughing and yucking it up, but yet he's got over 32,000 dead in New York, including over 6,000 in nursing homes because of his policies. I mean, that's, that's why it's political. And... It's sad. It absolutely sucks, but that's where we're at. Trust me, if I could, if I knew back in March that it was going to be like this, um, I pro- I don't know what I I don't know. If I if you had told me in November when I got fired that we would be what, seven, eight months later, nine months later, talking about no sports? I'd have said you were nuts. Just like, a, was it five years ago or so? I was moving in from my apartment into my now wife, um, her house. And it was, we dropped some stuff off at, uh, at Goodwill. And the guy that took the donations found out what I did at the time. And he's like, sports as we know it will not look the same in a decade. And I looked at him like, dude, you, you're what? And he said, all sports as we know it will not look like they do now. This was five or six years ago. Flash forward to today, we don't know if the NBA is going to work. We don't know if college football, we don't know if high school football, we don't know if we're going to have kids in school in the fall. From kindergarten up to college, we don't know. We saw the Patriot League and the Ivy League already cancel their or postpone their fall football season and fall sports. We don't know. Nobody does. Not politicians, not governors. Not presidents, not anybody. A lot of the science and and doctors don't even know where we're headed. So it's not just a political thing. It's just facts or lack thereof. But I digress. Uh, On this day in history is coming up. We're going to chat about something fun. We're going to chat about Hall of Fame. It's not every day you get to talk to a Hall of Famer, and we're going to do that next when we talk to Lindsey Graham Gustafson here on the Jason Walker Show. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan Tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinner's Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget, deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major mortgage is a division of AMCAP mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Kicking it old school, bumping the tunes. What if I should get back into actually DJing? I miss DJing. I don't miss voice tracking. Voice tracking's horrendous. 
I miss live um, and the computerized stuff. I, back in the day when we got into radio, the first uh, back in the nineties, we used to be you know we used to get to play DJ. It was cool. Um, starting CDs and hitting the post. That's what we called when you ramp up to the big change in music or uh, uh, the singing starting. So much fun. So much fun. I miss those days. I don't miss computerized at all. This segment brought to you by MarkLaroPhotography.com. Check him out. And if you get 20, uh, you get 20% off any purchase by mentioning the Jason Walker show. And if you book any family portrait or senior portrait or any portrait session, Mark will hook you up with a free 8x10 canvas or matte print just by mentioning the Jason Walker show. Uh, Mark is, uh, He's up in a, at a, like a riding camp. He's out up, up in the Bob somewhere, um, or he was last week. But, uh, yeah, taking some great photos because that's what he does. So. All right, let's get to our uh, next guest. She uh, won some state championships. She uh, is a, She's just awesome. One of my favorite people ever to chat with. And uh, she's going into the North Dakota State Hall of Fame coming up uh, in the fall and joining us now. Um, it is That's What She Said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. And make sure you stop by Dinner's Done Right on Cedar. Get uh, get your meals taken care of for the weekend. But we chalk to join. Wait, we, we what? <laughs> we are now joined. By the former CMR softball coach, newest member of the NDSU Hall of Fame, Coach Lindsey Graham Gustafson, on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Coach? All right, Coach. Uh, well, it's weird to not call you Coach, but you're still always going to be Coach to me. But uh, how, how's life been? Life has been good. It's been busy, but with three little ones it's uh yeah it's just busy but life is good i cannot complain at all we were just chatting and you retired last august i think it was mm -hmm. and then yep. all of a sudden there's no more sports starting in the spring when you were supposed to be coaching so i don't know if it's because of your retirement and then the whole world said well if coach can't be around then we just can't play sports all together <laughs> I I don't think so, but I just feel awful for Alex stepping in and mm. taking over, and she worked her butt off all off season to not even have a season to start. Just a bummer. It is absolutely for everybody. nuts. No, no question about it. Um, you know, like we were, we were talking that nobody's ever seen anything like this, and we still don't know where we're headed in the sports world. Yeah, it's very scary and so sad. I feel bad for the. For you guys, and I feel bad for the seniors. And, I mean, the unknown is just – I was just talking to a college coach yesterday, and he said he had to cut his budget by 10%, and then he had to do another one for 25%. And I'm like, if you don't have college football, how do you have any other sports? Yeah. So it's just crazy. It's going to be nuts. Uh, Lindsay Gustafson joining us, the uh, Hall of Fame coach from the state of Montana and CMR, but also now uh, the newest member of the North Dakota State Bison Hall of Fame. How's that feel? It's kind of surreal. I don't know. I'm feeling very humbled by the, the honor and, and just it makes me really reflect back on my days at NDSU. And I just feel really grateful for all the experiences and people that I've 
got to meet and continue relationships with. So just a fulfilling experience. Well, it should have happened a long time ago because typically colleges wait like 10 years after you've left to put you in the Hall of Fame. They uh, in NDSU waited like 16 years. This is kind of um, they were making you wait a while, and I don't know if that's really fair, Coach. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, I didn't really care. I was just grateful for the the opportunity. But I was supposed to go in last year, but I was actually pregnant, and it was the week before I was due, and so they oh. said it's okay. We'll push it to next year. So gotcha. that was nice. I appreciated that. Well, see if they would have just done it ten years ago or six years ago, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I was reading back through some of your stuff at North Dakota State, and this is just absolutely amazing to me, everything that you accomplished. Um, you're still, I think, in the top 10 in home runs with 25, a career 317 hitter, 98 RBI, but then you look at your pitching, which everybody looks at, over 1,000 strikeouts, number one in shutouts, ERA, 1.11, um, strikeouts per 70. I mean, the numbers are staggering, Coach. It's, well, I also I feel like there should be an asterisk in there because I was I was the last season of Division Two, so I wasn't in the Division One rankings back then. So I feel like I kind of should be in the different category than the rest of them that have come after me because it's not really the, the same. Yeah, but that's still impressive. But, I mean, over a thousand strikeouts. Yeah, I hey, I had a great catcher. <laughs> I had great defense. It was. It was a team effort for sure. Okay, you got to take some of the credit a little bit here. I mean, um, 846 innings pitched with over a thousand strikeouts. That's over a strikeout in an inning. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah, impressive. that kind of just doesn't. I mean, I guess I really haven't thought about it that much, to be honest. Um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that the people that I got to play with, and I had an All American in front of me that pushed me a lot, and she won the national championship in 2000. So. That was um, a learning experience. And then I had a really awesome pitching coach, but he ended up passing away in my sophomore year due to cancer. So kind of just, you know, learned and grew on my own and with our coaching staff. What were those tournament appearances like? Um, I mean, you've been in some big-time situations, both as a coach and a player. Um, What was an NCAA tournament like for you as a pitcher and a player? You know, it was, we came in as defending national champs my freshman year and we lost in the regional tournament. And that was just such a bummer because we were ranked number one for most of the season. And then my sophomore year, uh, being able to get through our conference because our conference was tough and then our region was really tough. And so to be able to win that region and go to a national tournament was very amazing. I mean, it really was like to be the top eight teams in the country. Um, it's not quite like the college world series, you know, that you watch on TV, but. It was it was special for sure, and then to be able to go back again my junior year, you kind of got the feel for it, and then going back the next year was even better. So, yeah, it was it was really an awesome experience. Uh, what was more important to you was it the national tournament appearances as a player or all the state titles as a coach? You know, it's just a totally different feel. I feel like I have more control when I'm pitching, and I you know, when I'm on the mound. And so that was, that was fun. But to watch the players that you've worked with for so long, achieve something like a state championship and to see their excitement and their enthusiasm and just their love for one another, like that is something special that you can't ever, I don't know. It's just, I had some amazing teams with 
some amazing parents and kids, and it's just, I don't know. They're both kind of right up there together, but <laughs> different Lindsay, situations, I guess. Lindsay Gustafson, our guest here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline, going into the North Dakota State Hall of Fame. So are you going to be able to go back um, with this COVID deal? Do we know anything? Like, do you get to go? I'm planning on it as of right now, but who knows? I mean, if we don't have college football, I don't think we'll be having the banquet. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I hope Great Falls Public Schools doesn't have a travel ban like we had. At the, you know, we had 14 day quarantine at one point. So, um, yeah, who knows? I'm planning on, on it as of today. Uh, when you look at who else is going in with you, uh, Chuck Claybo, um, mm-hmm. Dr. Andrew Moen um, was a great track and field athlete. Um, a lot of great athletes from your time period, Nick Severson from wrestling. Um, do you do you know any of these other ones? Did you hang out in college with the, any of these other? Uh, yeah, I mean, a, most of them are a few years older than me. But I ran. Um, one of my roommates was a uh, track athlete. Two of them, and so I knew Andy and Jill and the other Andy. And so, I mean, I knew in Chuck Close. Any of these other? Uh, yeah, I mean, from college. So yes, I do know majority of them. But um, and Don Larson was a track coach for years and just retired. So. Um, yeah, it's pretty special to be able to see what all of those people have done and to be able to go in with them. Like, it's very cool. So, okay. feel very honored. You went into the Montana Hall of Fame, what, in 2018, I guess. And mm-hmm. now you're going into the North Dakota State, uh, which I don't want. I mean, this is just a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. But which means more, the college one or the Montana I, home state one? You know, that's a tough question, but I think – NDSU just because I don't know. I don't know why, but to me right now, I guess it feels a little bit different going back. Maybe because I don't know. It's different when I went out of state for college mm-hmm. and did, I don't know. Montana just feels like home and I have, I don't know. It's a tough question, but right now it's NDSU. Okay. Uh, because it's the one that's most current, maybe. That's what we'll go with. Yeah, It's the one maybe. that's the yeah. freshest. Um, <laughs> Rustlers, Bison, Rivalry, and Great Falls, um, you've been on both sides, both college and uh, high school now. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, you, I mean, it was did you ever get a of crap about that? <laughs> oh, I wear my NDSU Bison shirts, my green and gold shirts, and they're like, what? Uh, I have to preface it in my with my students and be like, you're going to see this throughout the year. So, But, yeah, definitely have. And I put my, we just got a cabin up at Holter and I put my NDSU flag up and I already heard someone voting by, there's an NDSU flag on the lake. I'm like, yeah, nice. I love that. Nice. Uh, so. It helps when you have a really good football team out there too. Exactly. And my husband is a bobcat and he hates by, the bison. So he's going back with me in October. So it'll be fun <laughs> for him to experience uh, the bison game. Hey, uh, I like your husband because at least he's not a grizz. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. you mentioned uh, public schools and travel ban and quarantine and all that are, are what, what's your, what's your sensation right now? Are we going to have in-person schooling in high schools and grade oh, schools? I, I sure hope so. I do not want to go back to online, especially when you don't know your students. Uh-oh. So we, our principal sent out something yesterday. It's a couple different options, but nothing has been planned for sure at this point. It's, I mean, it, we all know it can change next week. If you know, who knows? Sure. So it's I sure hope so though. How was online for you in the spring? It was a challenge being at home with three children and trying to manage that while being on my computer. And I felt like a terrible mom because they were watching TV a lot of the time just to 
not throw fits while I'm on the phone with parents. So right, and the parents difficult. are the ones throwing the fit usually. <laughs> I had great parents actually. <laughs> I can't complain. Uh, all right, so they were very understanding. For those couple of months, um, what what was the the movie go to for the kids? Ooh, Doc McStuffins was a cartoon Ooh. that they watched a lot. Okay. Yeah, one of them doesn't really watch PJ Masks. Okay. One of them doesn't sit and watch TV very much, and the other one does. And the other one's nine months old now, so he <laughs> he was a little bit needy too. So well, yeah, the little needy is a nine month old. It makes uh, that, yeah. that's perfect. I mean, we have a two year old and. <laughs> Um, she doesn't watch the movies. It's just background noise, but a lot of Frozen and Frozen 2 when we kept her home. Oh, yep. That's a popular one in our car, yeah. too. She's gotten into that's Brave awesome. now. I didn't realize Brave oh, is so good. I don't know if we've watched that one yet. Um, I need to get on that one. Yes, yeah, a lot of Scottish talking in there. Um, gotcha. Yep, and then uh, <laughs> Tangled was another one. So. Oh, yeah, that's another classic. <laughs> Which, how old is she? Like, when's her birthday? Uh, May 1st. Okay, so our two-year-olds are kind of close. Mine will be three in May. Okay. Or, I yeah. mean, in August, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what so. day? Because my birthday is August 30th. That's her birthday. Seriously? Yes. Oh, yes. that's fantastic. See, yes. I always knew there was we'll, a connection We'll remember that. Us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll um, remember that now. That is absolutely true. Hey, uh, Coach, I know you're busy. I'm going to let you run, but uh, it, it, it's a pleasure to catch up with you, and congratulations on North Dakota State Hall of Fame. And uh, stay in touch. And, you know, thank you. Now that I've got your North Dakota number, because you've never changed it <laughs> in two decades. I know. People keep asking me why I don't change it, but it's just not worth it now. Do you have it memorized, so, or is it just because it's locked in your phone? I have it memorized. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, that's good. Um, but it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. it my was, pleasure, Coach. It's nice to catch up. Absolutely. So, well, take uh, care. Yep, you take care, and we'll, uh, we'll talk down the road. Congratulations. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is Lindsey uh, Lindsay Graham Gustafson joining us on the Jason Walker Show. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. And uh, that's what she said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Make sure you stop by for the grab-and-go camping bundle. 95 bucks. it'll get you the four- to six-serving size of the Calbee beef flank steak, grilled Asian chicken fiesta burgers, uh, six s'mores hand pies, and all in a uh, tote bag from uh, Dinner's Done Right ca- uh, grab-and-go camping bundle. Um, always a pleasure to talk to Coach Gustafson, and she'll always be coached to me. But, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Tomorrow, coming up on the show, Dr. David Samadhi. He is a little opposite of Dr. Fauci a little bit, if you follow him on Twitter. And we're going to talk with him tomorrow about COVID. Uh, and we're going to ask him about this. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but 33 Florida labs were busted, reporting 98% posit- positivity of COVID rather than 9.8%. So the numbers aren't exactly as inflated as they want you to believe uh, they are. So we'll talk to talk, uh, Dr. David Samadhi about that uh, coming up tomorrow. All right, let's get to On This Day in History. And it is uh, July the 14th, 2020. It is uh, National Mac and Cheese Day today. It is also National Nude Day. Maybe I should have done the show with Nude. No. Uh, it is also, I guess, maybe this coincides together. National Nude Day and National Tape Measure Day go together. On this date in 1946, Lou Boudreaux of Cleveland hit four doubles in a home run, but the Red Sox won the game because Ted Williams had three home runs and eight RBI. 
1951, the first colored telecast of a sporting event. We're not going to be say colored telecast. We're not going to be able to say that anymore. Cancel culture. We have to say the first um, bright. I get first colored telecast of a sporting event on this day, 1951. Uh, it was a horse race. In that horse race, it was the last race for 1948 Triple Crown champ Citation, who won the Hollywood Gold Cup to become America's first millionaire horse. Uh, 1963, at the 50th Tour de France, French cyclist Jacques Anquetel won his third consecutive. He was the first rider to win the Tour four times. And then a year later, in 1964 on this date, uh, Anquetil won his fourth consecutive and became the first to claim five titles. 1967, Houston Astro Eddie Matthews hit his 500th home run. And then a year later... Hank Aaron hit his 500th home run. Both off San Francisco Giants, by the way. 1987 Rookie of the Year Award, renamed to honor Jackie Robinson. And it was a, one of the best things MLB's ever done. 1995, Ramon Martinez pitched a no-hitter for the uh, Dodgers. All right, a couple of big ones here. On 1864, on this date, 1864, this date, July the 14th, gold was discovered. In Helena. How about them apples? Gold was discovered on this date, 1864, in Helena. Last chance gulch. Four Georgians, by the way, is going to be uh, have to be renamed. Just saying. Little on the, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. So what else uh, happened on this date? Um, oh, this lady was born on this date in 1970. So she turns 50 today. Do you recognize the pitcher? That is Missy Gold. She played on Benson, the little girl on the TV show Benson. Why is that important? Well, she was born on this date in Great Falls, Montana. There you go. Missy Gold birthday today. And uh, allegedly, allegedly, Billy the Kid was killed on this date in uh, 1881. Allegedly shot by Sheriff Pat Garrett. Allegedly. I say allegedly because I've seen young guns too, multiple times. And I'm not sure if William H. Bonney actually was killed by Pat Garrett or not. It's one of those things that will always live as a legend. All right, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Oh, man, great show today. Thanks to Michael Hogan for joining us. Big uh, Bible Racing Barrel Camp coming up in Melstone next week with uh, the Vizanes, Jr. and Shelby. Lindsey Graham Gustafson, CMR awesomeness coach. And uh, headed to the North Dakota State Hall of Fame. Tomorrow, Dr. David Samadhi will join us. We'll talk COVID and much more. Hope you had a good Tuesday. Enjoy your Tuesday night. We'll see you back here. If you go uh, to jasonwalkershow.com for anything that you may have missed or want to re-listen to. Plus, it's just a cool site. We'll see you tomorrow at 4. Dr. David Samadhi will join us then on the Jason Walker Show. This last segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. All right, see you tomorrow, 4 o'clock.
The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.